0: Welcome to the Impact Investing Podcast from Circa 5000. I'm Matt Latham. And I'm Tom McGillicuddy. Remember, nothing in this podcast is financial advice, and when investing, your capital is at risk. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. We're back with another episode of the Impact Investing Podcast. Bit of a change this week. So Tom isn't here. He's waylaid in an airport in Portugal uh, on a big delayed flight. Um, But Good news is, I'm not on my own, so this isn't 20 minutes or half an hour of me talking to myself, but I'm here with Johnny Bland of Pension Geeks. Hello. And uh, thanks for being here, and thanks for being our first guest on the podcast.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I'm a big fan. I do watch your podcast. I'll listen to your podcast, I should say. (laughs) Thank you,
0: and thanks for bailing me out, (laughs) because this this would have been an interesting (laughs) episode on my own. Um, But obviously, you're from Pension Geeks. We're going to talk about pensions. We've done a couple of episodes in the past, where we've touched on pensions and we've sort of talked around, you know, some of the thing, the ways that we think about them. But first of all, pension geeks, there's a story there. Tell us how you got started with that.
1: There is a story. So um, my background isn't in pensions. I knew nothing about pensions when we started this business, but I did know um, me and my business partner, um, Rachel, um, she was the same. Um, we didn't know much about pensions, but we both did know that a lot of people around us didn't have a clue about pensions. Why do I need to save for something now when pensions are for old people? Yeah. So, um, when we started pension geeks, it was when our enrollment kicked in. Yeah. So it was around nine, 10 years ago now, nine years ago. And, um, in the workplace, there was a lot of communications about pensions and we both realised that we didn't know much about it and we weren't that bothered about it. It's very boring, yeah. pensions. It's You know, when you think of pensions, I think of a grey-haired old man. <laughs> I don't know, it just sticks in my mind. And my background is as, as an animator, so I trained. So
0: naturally, na- you set up Pension Geeks. Exactly, that's what
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, animation. Tra- I, I trained with like Disney and Pixar, so my, my mind is completely a different world from pensions, but- I do know how to, and so does my business partner, how to communicate to real people, speaking real language that we all understand. So our mission was to go out there really and um, kind of, Look around us. Look at brands that we like. Looked at the high street and use that information and think, okay, how can we then talk to people about this really complicated subject? And we did that by animations, yeah, going into the workplace, talking to people face to face in t-shirts like this, yeah. if you Pension Geeks t-shirts, getting rid of the suits and ties, and speaking to people in language like I say that we're speaking in now that people understand. And it was pretty much a success really from day one. We started working with big pension providers to help them communicate this subject and try to put a new fresh approach there. So that's what Pension Geeks does essentially. is kind of like financial education and communications to people who want to know more about their money
0: yeah and how much of a, of a personal learning curve was that so you know you said that you you sort of your background's animation so you've got the you've got the sort of communication and the storytelling side yeah. uh, down but the sort of pensions are really technical yeah and obviously to tell the story in basic terms you you have to really understand the topic area Come so on. how much of a how much of a Learning up front was that, and how much of it was just sort of let 's get started and we 'll learn on the job
1: it, well, me and Rachel, my business partner, were very natural entrepreneurs, really. Yeah. We saw an opportunity to help people um and it was a very steep learning curve you know i didn 't know anything about it. Rachel knew a little bit more than I, but still not much um, but we went out on the road very early on for like a month or nearly two months, go into a workplace every day, speaking wow. to people face to face from some amazing brands. And um, the questions that we were getting were the same questions we were asking ourselves. So, you know, how much should I be saving? Where do I find a lost pension? We're, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk, talk about that in a moment. Um, and, um, you know, how much is a state pension? When should I, should I start saving? So, all the questions we were asking, people were asking us, and we went out and got the answers. So we aren't the true pension geeks, but the people in these pension providers, maybe yourself, ah, they, they know the information, but it, they struggle to sort of say it in a simple way. And that's kind of the learning curve. And would I say I'm a pension geek now? <laughs> Not well, massive. You've got the T-shirt. On. I've got the T-shirt. <laughs> I, I've got the T-shirt. But um, I do know how people feel about money and uh, the troubles that people have, whether it's debt or yeah. no, not knowing how much to save and just general living.
0: And uh, were, you, were you surprised at the? Were you surprised at the sort of level of awareness when you went out? Were you sort of thinking, actually, people know more than I think, or? Or you went obviously with the presumption that, that people didn't know a lot. And was that about the level that you thought it was, or was it even or was the situation yeah, it, even worse?
1: It was um a bit weird really. Um I had the um thoughts that young people wouldn't be interested in pensions mm. and the knowledge would be quite low. Now, obviously everybody's different, but the people that we spoke to, the young people were quite engaged with it yeah and um had spoke about it with the family members and wanted to know more um some stories that we do have where we've gone to big organizations and very senior management team people who you think oh they'll know about pensions come and speak to us and don't know anything about mm. them and it was it's a really mixed bag really of the level of um financial education you would think was in the workplace but um yeah it was uh, eye-opening, really.
0: And, and did you notice any difference between firms that were in financial services and just, you know, other industries, so retail or whatever? Yeah. Because, well, I'll tell you about my experience in a minute, but did you notice any difference in knowledge base amongst, like, the employee base of financial Com- services?
1: Completely. So we, we went to a big financial provider um, and one of the biggest financial providers in the UK and probably globally. And we presumed that everyone would know this is in our early days, and they didn't and yeah. and you've got to think what makes up a big financial organization? Well, it's not just people who know about money, it's yeah. it experts, so yeah, very surprised no not exactly people. I'm
0: glad you said that because that you know my my background is financial services, okay. but again, you know you would assume that you know everyone working in a bank <laughs> would know about pensions or everyone working but they don't and it's and it's so common. so it's you know I think the perception in the in the general public is that well finance people know about this stuff but actually most people don't know about this stuff and most people aren't aware of you know we've said it on previous episodes most people aren't aware of the basic details of most of the pension schemes that they have so that leads us on hopefully neatly to <laughs> pension awareness day yeah. which has evolved into more than just a day but mm. what i'm guessing it was that lack of awareness that you that you saw out there that that sparked Uh, sparked
1: that yeah so um my business partner Rachel she's more of a marketeer um, than I and we thought there was lots of campaigns out there like children need um red nose day lots of campaigns celebrating everything really to raise awareness of but there was nothing to do about pensions Mm -hmm. and we thought okay let's my it was my dad's date that he was going to receive his merchant navy pension so we kind of randomly picked this date out of the calendar september the 15th um which funny enough worked perfectly which i'll speak about in a moment um and thought right we're going to celebrate this day and we're going to get people to go home and um around the dinner table or around the water cooler just talk about pensions whether it's why do i need one or just raising the awareness and First year we did it, we went to the industry So we didn't know anybody. Like we didn't know much about pensions. We didn't know anybody in this industry and went to the big kind of players in the industry and said, this is what we want to do. Will you help support us get the word out? Yeah, we'll do that. But it ended up in a... Um, a pub. It was a pub in in London where all these senior people from these organisations and marketing people came. It's one
0: s- way to p- get people interested in pensions. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pub. It was. It was great. Um But unfortunately, we're targeting people who already knew about pensions. Yeah. You no, know? and it really opened my eyes and Rachel's eyes to sort of think, this isn't what we want to do. We mm-hmm. want to go out to the public we want to go in the workplace and talk like go to the call face sort of thing and, and yeah. talk to people face to face so we're like okay well how can we do this and we came up with this like, we've never done anything like this before but we're like let's get a double decker bus <laughs> let's go to Edinburgh and then drive all the way down let's to the go bottom. on tour exactly and that's what we did on tour and um it Got bigger and bigger every year, and it was from, from double decker buses to tuk tuks to uh, um, Volkswagen camper vans. Yeah, I've seen the camper van, I've seen oh, the camper oh, yeah, van. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, we have been to Liverpool, we came to Liverpool with the camper van and the um, double decker bus, so and that was brilliant. And on the streets of Liverpool, talking pensions, so it's, it's changed, it's developed and changed. And pension awareness is out there to talk to people just about you Know raising their awareness on pensions, but um, this year obviously, um, with the it's changed as well. I was going to say the dates have changed due to the Queen's yeah. death, yeah. Um, normally, like I said, it's in September, this year it's on the 31st of October, yeah, to the um, 4th of November, which you're supporting as yeah. well. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. We're really happy to to have you on board. Um, but we've got a week event this year that's digital, it's a TV show, yeah, where you can go to www pensionawarenessday.com. Yeah. And you can sign up for lots of different um, TV shows.
0: And the full timetable is on that website, isn't it? So yeah. whatever aspect of pensions you want to find out more about, or I'm sure you'll say watch them all. Yeah, watch them all. <laughs> tune in all week. But yeah. uh you know, there's there's different topics there. And the idea is that it's plain speaking, it's plain English, yeah. and it's talking to people on a on a human level to sort of That's explain it. those aspects of pensions.
1: Exactly that. Exactly that. And we and there's some uh, kind of TV shows that I think your viewers um, Mm -hmm. would be interested in. We're talking about investments, how um, pensions are invested, um, and just the pension basics, really, as well. So I think there's a TV show, really, for any walk of life, whether you've just started out saving, um, are you thinking about potentially retiring or making a plan to retire? So there's lots of different TV shows that people can go on. And the beautiful thing is of them is they're interactive. So if you've got a question, you can you can write in the comments and we'll we'll answer it live on the show then and if you can't watch them you can go back to the website and watch them in your own time so yeah. um yeah so to so pen back to your original question what is pension awareness it yeah it's it's a way of engaging people in their pension and um, this year with the rising list of living costs we've got a different slant on it yeah. because um, a lot of people may be thinking now okay I can barely afford to put the heating on why am i going to put money into a pension
0: and this this is a sensitive topic really that we we've sort of thought about when we've been talking about pensions and investing you know but by the fact by the very nature of you can afford to invest money then you have a surplus income or you have you have some savings and there's so many people who aren't in that in that situation and obviously you mentioned auto enrollment which is which is the mandatory government uh, scheme where your employer now has to set up a pension for you. But there must be a lot of people looking at their, the pension scheme that they're auto-enrolled in, mm. seeing that deduction come from their, their wages every month and mm. thinking, what am I doing? Should I pay into this?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the, I think with that, it's it's a funny one really because people think, whoa, um, I'm getting, say if, I'm going to use basic numbers here but if i was putting 10 pound into my pension scheme yeah. um it's, it's what you get with that so when i put 10 pound in well your employer contributes so if yeah. you put money in into your workplace pension yeah. your employer puts and that's, money
0: in. that's on top of your wages it's not taken out of your wages the no, employer contributions yeah. that's separate money that they have to pay in from their own bank account
1: v- very much so yeah. and all employers are different so um some employers may put the minimum amount in; they have to, um, but some people might match what you put in or put more in. So it's definitely worth, in this time, looking at your, your you know your HR documents. Go speak to your HR manager yeah. and see how your pension scheme is working. So, a lot of people are talking to us now, saying like, "Johnny, um, it's really hard to, to live right now. I'm going to stop my pension. Can I stop my pension?" Well. Yeah, you, you can do. But there's things that you need to think about is if you stop, will you then... You know when you stop saving into something, you get into a routine, don't you? Yeah. I mean? Well, it, a pension's brilliant because we, we kind of call it the, the eighth wonder of the world, the compound interest. The longer you're saving into it, even if it's just a small amount, um, you're know, you going to hopefully get, get so, 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 some, some money um, for that. It's a long time saving. And we're really encouraging people to just look at look at the pension right now if they can't afford it obviously do stop but can you reduce how much money you put in it? Mm-hmm. can you just put a little in to keep in that habit and then yeah. when you feel okay I got back on my feet again mm-hmm. and I feel that the the world stabilized yeah. um can I then go back to what I was
0: I mean that's the thing isn't it obviously everyone's feeling the pain right now but if you if you stop contributing to a pension and then woke up in two three years' time, without without turning those contributions back on, or mm. without increasing them again, if you reduce them, mm. then you've missed out on a huge chunk of money that is there, also being topped up, yeah, and also just left in a wrapper that is going to grow over time, yeah, uh, ready for your future. So, um, I'm going to ask you a question that we, had, but the the, <laughs> the the sort of there's awareness problem, which um you know I think. Probably that people have become vaguely more aware of what a pension is since auto enrollment, I would guess, mm. as in mm. a lot of people didn't have one and now they have one. Yeah. And they yeah. probably have multiple ones. But the engagement factor mm. where people lose track, they don't know about what what they've got in pensions, they just turn off, they they glaze over within the first ten seconds of talking mm. about them. Why why do you think there's that lack of engagement on something like a pension? When there's mm. other aspects of, you know, financial life like you know we saw a boom in like stock trading or mm. you know people get very uh people go on comparison sites for energy or insurance mm. and things mm. like this but there just seems to be a a complete lack of engagement with pensions let mm. alone awareness
1: well i think starting off it's probably the name for pension you know <laughs> um when we think about pensions we I, I always think of a man with gray hair in a suit uh, yeah. at middle age and and I think it's kind of like pensions, not for me right now. Yeah, um, and they're quite complicated. Yeah, full of jargon, um, so people instantly get turned off through through that, really. Um, but when you can talk to people and, and speak about it in a different way, I think people understand. Oh, I have to say, the cool. they are pretty cool. You know, how is a pension invested? People don't really know when we speak to people how their pension works yeah don't really know it's invested what it's invested in and when you start talking to people like that they take uh, interest they take interest of like ah, oh, so the money that i'm saving towards a pension is maybe invested in a brand that i like or yeah. shares the same belief that i yeah. have so i think it's the way we're talking to people i think with auto enrollment being automatically enrolled into a pension yeah um Gets around a lot of that now because you, you're going to be in there. Obviously, you can opt out yeah. if you don't want to, um, and get opted back in again every every three years, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, the auto enrollment um, has has curved that a little bit. But yeah, pensions are boring out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, and you mentioned there a little bit about people not really understanding what they're what they're invested in. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. we're champions of, of uh, impact investing, yeah. and we we not only sort of try and encourage people to to become more aware of their pension and engage with it, but mm. also really look at what it's invest, invested in. Mm. Have you seen any change in those types of conversations when you've been on tour in the bus? It's
1: completely, completely. <laughs> I, I believe like your brand and, and in your company is, is really, um, it's great. It makes this industry kind of sexy, kind of cool. No, but it does though. <laughs> We've like, never
0: ever been described as that. But, it,
1: but it's like you, the, 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 like the, uh, the technology you're using, the easeability yeah. of like using your, your products and things. So I, th- I think it's um, a different way, b- way of looking at it. But when we go out and speak to people, like I say, it's a bit different now with the rising living costs, but it's just a blip in the road. Yeah. Um, last year, a lot of people wanted to know where their pension was invested. Um, the, um, every walk of life now myself, you know, when I buy clothing uh, and a brand, it's nice to understand is, was it sustainably uh, like source, like the the products I use or the, the food I eat. And I believe that a lot of people now, um, want to do that when they're investing. Yeah. Um, and especially like with the pension, what is it invested in? There's been a lot of publicity around, um, what pensions are invested in. Not all pensions are, but, um, are they invested in weapons tobacco yeah. you know things that are, are pretty pretty awful really and having the ability now like what you do to to choose that my pension or investments can be in line yeah to what I like, my beliefs, yeah. you know, renewable energy or or anything like that, I think is great, and people want to do that. Yeah. People want to do that.
0: But I, I mean, we definitely see, obviously, people come to us for that type of conversation because it's what we do. But mm. you know, I was at the sustainability show this weekend, just gone. Okay. That was a that was an event in central London. Okay, fifteen thousand people wow. all there with this, who, you know, paid tickets to come and f- talk to brands across all different sectors about. Yeah how they could make more sustainable choices.
1: Okay. And when
0: you talk to these people who are clearly motivated enough to get out to a show at mm. the weekend mm. to go and have these conversations, you know they're doing everything. They're thinking about the cleaning products. They're thinking about mm. you know the food they eat. They're thinking about the clothes they buy. They're thinking about yeah. everything. Yeah. And then you say, well, what about your pension? Yeah. And they're making an effort on every other aspect of their life mm. and yet arguably the largest pot of money <laughs> and the most impactful thing they could do yeah. is to have a look at that pension scheme and that's where yeah. i think from from my point of view that's why being aware of your pensions is so mm. important because mm. uh you know that you could be making all these efforts as someone trying to make more sustainable choices mm. and yet there's this big pot of money that with your name written on mm. it that's mm. that's probably more than likely invested in things that you wouldn't necessarily want to be invested in
1: yeah I, i've read somewhere that you can i don't know where I't where I read it now, but basically it was sort of saying that with the money in your pension, what you're invested, you can do so much change to the world you know you can um you can can change things i like, I think they were comparing buying twenty four electric cars is the equivalent of investing smart <laughs> in in ethical investments or sustainable investments it, yeah um, but it was just a, a weird one to think about really that yeah. Like you say, not people. Well, I think people don't understand how a pension works. A lot of people we don't don't understand that pensions are invested, and I think when people understand that, then they think, "Wow," and then and then want we'll to know how they can do it. And yeah. um, I'd say, like having good digital products with with, with uh, the investment platforms you use or the f- uh, financial providers is great because on your phone now you can change and research and look what your investments or pensions are invested in so yeah. you can change them as well so it's very flexible though you know if you're in a default fund i would probably recommend sticking with that because it's been you know carved to be uh to work to work
0: okay? yeah yeah so let's talk about the shoebox of shame
1: okay yeah sure.
0: what, what is that
1: shoebox and- of shame so <laughs> We were having this conversation before before I went on air, so um, it ties in quite nicely what we'll speak about. So at Pension Geeks, we have one of our presenters, James, he um, has this shoebox of shame and yeah, it's great. I didn't know what it meant either, but we've all got either a shoebox of shame or, or a drawer or a... A, like a file that we put in our benefit statements, paper benefit statements, all that rubbish that you get through the door, don't really want to read, and you stick it in your shoebox of shame. Yeah, you
0: think this looks important, but you don't know what to do with it.
1: Exactly, exactly. And have, have you got one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got. I've got probably. It's probably not a shoebox, it's probably just a stack of paperwork somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've all we've all got them. So, um, what it is is when we get the, the stuff through the post, we stick all that stuff in the shoebox of shame. But what we're trying to this year with pension awareness more important than ever, um, with the, 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 the raising living costs is we're trying to get people to see if they can find, if we've got any lost pension pots and, um, a stat, and I believe you said it in one of your shows that it was 19 billion pounds worth of money mm-hmm. of unclaimed pensions is out there right now. And, how how good would it be now? You know, when we're all struggling to maybe find some money that yeah. we'd forgotten about. So um, that's what we're trying to promote and push this year of tracing now.
0: So open the shoebox of shame.
1: Open the shoebox. <laughs> open the shoebox of shame. Don't just uh, put put it away or put it into the back of the, the cupboard. But um, yeah, so so open it. Look at look at your pension benefit statements. See if there's any pensions you forgot about. You know. Yeah. Um, Go through that. And there's lots of ways you can trace old pensions. There's um, a government website which you can go to um, and uh, it's um, a place where you can go find that. Phone up pension providers. So say if... You were with. I'm going to use Aviva. If you're with Aviva, well, Aviva's had lots of different names, and it keeps buying up. And they merge,
0: and they all yeah Yeah. brands disappear, and they become part of other companies, and all the rest of it.
1: Exactly. So, phone up these pension providers. I think you only need to give your name and your national insurance number, and they can go away and check whether you've got them. But you've got another way, haven't you?
0: Yeah. So (laughs) that's very kind of you to (laughs) bring that up. Yeah. So obviously, it's like any of these things. It's not actually that hard. People think it's. People presume that, you know, I'm going to be on the phone for hours and I'm going yeah. to, you know, there yeah. are actually ways to do this yourself, right? There's ways mm. just to Google your pension provider or if you've got the scheme number, then it's even easier. But we, we actually offer a service, which I think we've mentioned before, but and I won't miss an opportunity to plug it again. But, but we offer a free service whereby you can get started with us with just your employer name. okay, And we will then go through those first, most difficult, uh, you know, steps so maybe if you open the shoebox of shame and it's empty well there's nothing about pensions in there then you know you can think well I used to work at this place Mm. and I'm pretty sure I had a pension but I've got no idea beyond that Mm. we can try and make those first steps for you and help you sort of find Mm. those schemes and we Mm. do that for for free um and obviously for us it's you know we we want people to to then consider you know transferring pensions to us and Mm. and the Mm. other thing we've done is you know make the make our pension product free. No, okay. no pension platform costs for until the 1st of April next year. So you know we're trying to encourage this movement of become aware of your pension, mm. get the details of it, understand how many pensions you've got because mm. people have you know multiple over a lifetime. Yeah. and then look at what they're invested in and consider bringing them into one place and that's what we're that's what we're trying to encourage people to do.
1: So that sounds sounds a great great service. I think it's a it'll be a big help around this time. We, we've had stories. So meant going back to this pension awareness bus that we did, we had a lady who came on the bus and, you know, we're saying this thing now, like 19 billion pounds. I was trying to think when I was driving here, what's 19 billion pounds equivalent to? What could you do with that money? I was trying to think, uh, yeah, it, I don't know how much... Uh, um, Elon Musk how much is he buying Twitter for I, I was trying to think of 40 it, so you can buy half 40, of Twitter well yeah well if you say that <laughs> well, you're nearly there aren't you so um, <laughs> half of half of Twitter but uh, it's 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 a lot of money and people think oh it won't be me you yeah. know but we've got stories where we've met people with small amounts you know yeah. a hundred, couple of 100 quid a 1000 pound but we met one lady who she came to see us on the bus and we explained how it worked and she went away and came to us at the end of the day, saying, "I've found, I've got, I think she, nearly eighty thousand pounds. She wow. found that yeah. she she hadn't had, and she was close to retirement. Yeah, but she said, i oh, 'I'm going to go home now, speak to my husband, I'm going to change, yeah. we're going to change our plans and stuff.' So, yeah, um, so it's life, it's actually life changing. At yeah, that point. Co- completely. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a real thing, um, and yeah, definitely. If you've got time, I'd recommend. And the thing
0: it. is, is if people had that type of money in a bank account. There is no way that they would lose track of the details. No, no. They would be guarded safely somewhere yeah. and they would probably check the balance every day. Or, we, you know, they yeah. they would they would be very, very keenly engaged with that thing. Whereas this is people's literally their life savings. Mm. And they're sort of leaving it to chance as to whether that ever catches up with them for retirement age. Yeah, you yeah. know, maybe they'll track me down. Well, yeah. maybe they won't. How many times do you move house in your lifetime? You know, it's yeah. it's not it's it's much easier for you to track that down than it is for them to track you C- down C-
1: completely i mean um when we do our tv shows we talk about if if i was driving here now and went through a red light or um got went through a bus lane straight away Within a week, I'd get a note, wouldn't I? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'd want the money. They'd track me down. Yeah. But but this this money's out, out there. Yeah, the, there is things coming, like a brilliant product that you've got. The government are creating the the pensions dashboard, Yeah, yeah, um, which is coming out maybe in a couple of years. Who knows? It, yeah. Who, yeah. Exactly. This who, is the thing knows? with the
0: government stuff, isn't it? Is that you, you know, look how many times we are cha- we're changing prime minister, exactly. changing chancellor. You know, government policies get put on the back burner. Yeah. And it's a great ambition which is this this idea that there should be like a national uh service where mm. all of your pensions are you can see them all in one place yeah. but uh
1: you know the timeline on that is well is we, we, we don't know yet yeah. do we it's, but um yeah there's a real need for it isn't there yeah. there is a real need
0: so just want to wrap up and okay. i'm going to wrap up with what tips what's the most important tips you would give to someone who was thinking about sort of starting a pension or wants to make sure that they're doing the right thing around their pension. So obviously people are going to be at all different stages of their life and their working life, but what's the sort of most common thing that you find yourself saying to people?
1: So, I mean, people, you think when people come to us and say, um, I'm thinking about starting a pension, well, you think they're going to be, and just, just going into the workplace, but that isn't true. Um, So it can, like you say, it can be, be any age, but say if we're, we're thinking about somebody who's just about to start paying into a pension we kind of talk to them about get to know what what what's what what's your pension? What's your workplace pension? What is it? How, how much are you contributing? How much does your employer contribute? Because that's massive. Like we said earlier, um, you, your employer can contribute; it can match you or, or even higher. So it's understanding, um, you know, how, how much money you could potentially get back if you invest into to a pension, and. Kind of, um, we always say the earlier start is obviously better. It's a long-term investment, even if it's just a small amount with the eighth wonder of the world that I yeah, mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, it's great. The earlier you start, the longer you leave it, the better chance it's got to, to grow. Um, around the the time that we're in now, again, going back to this thing that I keep saying, the rising living costs we're all suffering from, um, if people wanted to know about their pension now and kind of things we, we we speak about to them, um, you know, I'm thinking about retiring in a year's time. What mm. should I do? Mm. Um, we, we'd kind of speak to people like, can you make a plan? Have you got a plan in place? Is there other ways that you can fund your retirement now with the streams of income? It might be best you staying employed for a couple of years until this kind of, straightens out or or, you know make a plan that you're happy with and works for you so they're they're the kind of two things we're talking about to people now and giving guidance on you
0: great and a final reminder of pension how people can get involved with pension pension awareness so
1: pension awareness is this year it's on the 31st of October Monday the 31st of October till the 4th of November Um, people can go to our website um, that um, you're sponsoring us on which is amazing the website is www.pensionawarenessday.com and you can book on to all our shows. We've got 16 shows in total. They're about 45 minutes long and you can book on there and we'd love to see you there. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, thanks for coming into the studio, Johnny. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: Impact Investing from Circa 5,000. Thank you for listening to Impact Investing, a podcast brought to you by Circa 5,000. Remember when investing, your capital is at risk and this podcast is not financial advice. If you like what you hear, then please remember to like, subscribe and share the podcast.